All right, let's start this right. My name this is, is... Brendan. <laughs> no, already bad. My Not name... this. Not My this. My name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. Not this intro music. <laughs> Not this intro music after that. I'm so sorry. I messed you up. That's <laughs> fine. Um, hi, everyone. Hey, Sophie. Hi. Um, this super lit podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. I already said hi to you, but like, hey, what's up? Hey. Like, what's going on? I'm telling. Like, Just so vibing. Like, just, I haven't vibed since 2013. <laughs> Manager Ben sent that message to a group chat, and I felt it. <laughs> I oh, it. we done. We've been knowing. I read it, and I was like, "Yeah, that that seems right." There it is. I feel like I also agree. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, we are. I almost said listening to. Um, this week, we are talking about Maggie Takuda Hall's book. The Mermaid, the Witch, and the Sea. So, um, it's our last normal book of the year, Sophie. Well, truly, actually, it's amazing. This year just flew by. I don't, I don't know how we're in December. Um, <clears throat> so back to the uh, the Mermaid, the Witch, and the Sea. Uh, do you want? Do you have the physical copy of the book? Did you? I do have the physical copy of the book. Oh, she's got the physical copy of the book. Do you want to read the book sleeve? Should I read the book sleeve? Ooh, I'll, I can try to read it. I can oh try to God. read. I'm so proud of you. You've done it so many times this year. All right. Okay. For the 50th time, David Bowie, you can do it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> the Pyre Florian born Flora has always done whatever it takes to survive, including sailing under a false flag on the dove as a marauder, thief, and worse. And worse, Lady Evelyn Hasegawa, a highborn imperial daughter, is on board as well, accompanied by her own casket. But Lady Evelyn's one-way voyage to an enraged marriage in the floating islands is interrupted when the captain and crew show their true colors and enslave their wealthy passengers. Both Florian and Evelyn have lived their lives by the rules and whims of others, but when they fall in love, they decide to take fate to their own hands no matter the cost. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How, how did you do that so elo- eloquently? <laughs> well... The eloquence. It took me about 40 takes, but I got it down. (laughs) Um, We love it. Um, Okay, admittedly, the one thing that I think I had difficulty with at, like, towards the beginning of the book was the back and forth between Florian and Flora. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just like, okay, it's... (laughs) My brain is broken. It's like uh, when... Zelda is chic 
That's an excellent way of thinking about it. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, that I I think it's just because it it was me getting used to like new characters because we haven't read a book in a while. But I think the last thing we read was. Um, was it Cemetery Boys? Mm-hmm. How has it been like a full <laughs> since we've read a book? Well, because oh, we, did we did all those, those like, amazing interviews. interviews. Yeah. yeah, we did so many interviews with all of our favorite people. And then also like a holiday probably happened, I think, at some point. Your birthday, yeah. Yeah, and then there was also Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the um, national holiday, my birthday, it happened. <laughs> my birthday. Um, yeah, no, that's that's literally so wild to me because I'm like looking and I'm like, huh. Yeah, I guess that was, was Belle Revolt this year too? That was the beginning of the year, right? Oh my God. <laughs> wow. I can't, I, we did a lot of interviews recently. I don't know if anyone's listened to... Um, episode 69 part one two or three but we did six interviews um mm-hmm. in the course of like two weeks um and then put them up like over the course of november um so this is like the first time we're stepping back into reading so i think that's why my brain was just like taking a second um because the last book we read was kind it how would you describe it's like a it's modern whereas this is like um i almost said vintage oh my god vintage no this this is like this is like a classical high fantasy there we go that's the word i was looking for vintage classical high fantasy oh my god what i just looked at the cover and i realized that the the sea has like a face on the cover i don't know why i didn't notice that so this year we're realizing things (laughs) this year we're looking at book covers i would probably have picked up this book to purchase it based on the book cover yeah based entirely on the book cover and like the beautiful art yeah, like truly. And the title. Um, yeah, the sea has a face. There's a little mermaid in there. The sky has a face. Um, that's the mm-hmm. witch in the sky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of the mermaid, um, the witch in the sea. Yes, and then in the back is the floating island. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, which very much looks like the way it's described in the book. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, I think that was like the one thing that like once I got used to it, because it goes back and forth... Um, until a certain part of the book um, that I I was like used to it by then but I think my brain was just like not functioning when I first started to read this book valid yeah (laughs) um I think that the thing that was throwing me off when I first when we first started was that um Florian is was like pretty much used was described using only like feminine pronouns for like mm-hmm. the first like couple of chapters and then there was just like suddenly it switched without like any regard to like it wasn't like there was no attention drawn to it just like switched to masculine pronouns and i was like hold on so if i been reading this wrong the whole time or did this like happen in the story and i had to like go back i was like no okay this happened yeah because the way that the like the introduction of the book sleeve the pirate Florian born Flora. I was like, did does this book start off with dead naming someone immediately? Yeah, that <laughs> was also what I was like. Oh, I was distressed. On. Well, because okay, so so the book is like very like high fantasy, mm-hmm. um, and it like exists in a world that is like somewhat 
um parallel to like our historical time period of like no when were pirates like around like the 1800s no 1990s <laughs> when did Pirates of the Caribbean come out yeah <laughs> when did the movie come out um, um in Kingdom Hearts time <laughs> yeah in Kingdom Hearts time when were pirates around Google 18. 18- 30s piracy the air piracy in the caribbean began in 1500s and phased out in 1830s after the nations of western europe north american colonies and the caribbean band combating pirates they're more successful from the 1660s 1730s okay yeah that makes sense okay wait how did they just <laughs> they just banned <laughs> pirates and the pirates were like okay we got it we understand man sorry we'll take a step back <laughs> oops yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, are you going to let us back in? Because we're really just like part of the British militia that got kicked out and stuff. So, and then we started banding together. It's fine. Um, Is that really what so, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Piracy in the Caribbean. I did not know. Is that what that movie's about? No. Oh, I was like, I haven't, I haven't read it. <laughs> Eight famous pirates from history. Um... We could go into some pirate lore. That was like okay. the the thing that we were just talking about with um, the the mat like the the way that Flora moves through the book. I it was a smidge confusing until I got used to it, and then I started mm-hmm. to understand. Like, oh, this person like gender doesn't seem to matter to this person. They are uh, truly gender fluid in the sense that they use magic to be fluid between genders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, oh, right, okay, so this book is, like, it has this, it has, like, kind of the vibe and the energy of, like, it could be, like, historically mm-hmm. in, like, the 1700s or what have you during, like, our time, but there is a more advanced knowledge of, like, a more, um, advanced, but a more contemporary understanding knowledge of, like, gender between, um, the characters. Mm-hmm. They... It's, I mean, it starts off like the first chapter that you are introduced to Evelyn. She's basically like having an affair with her handmaid. Um, so, but which is like frowned upon by her father. Um, and they were roommates. And they were roommates, which is like, I think, the initial reason that she's like sent away and basically mm-hmm. sold off to a marriage. Because um, she's quote unquote crooked she's crooked so it has like this interesting balance of like the characters who are like the main characters have like a contemporary understanding of gender and like sexuality and stuff Mm -hmm. but it still has the like veil of a like victorian area mindset when it comes Mm -hmm. to those things so like a lot of the like antagonists have really bigoted opinions yeah there's a lot of misogyny in it but yes. there's a lot of misogyny, but there's also, like, a wide acceptance, it seems, of, like, some people have no genders. Some people have all of the genders. Some people are man or woman. It, like, it doesn't matter here. Yeah. And I'm like, how did... But how if did you're a here? lady, get off the ship because it's bad luck. Correct. That is correct. That is correct. No women aboard <laughs> this ship. Um, yeah, so, like, the first, uh, first, like, little bit of the book, it was, like, a little confusing because you find out later that Flora has, like, almost 
like an innate magic ability that like they don't even understand but just like i think kind of the way that this is like a similar it's similar to some of the other books that we've read in the sense of like the magic is um the way magic functions in this book is like by story through storytelling or like Mm -hmm. the power of words yes is what it constitutes spells for lack of a better word and it's like like, a skill that can be taught it's a skill that can be taught it's like a uh something that someone can have like an inherent like gift for but it's not something that is like only the special people can use it um but like so basically flora uses the magic of referring to herself as florian and using masculine pronouns to help like mask her gender more Mm-hmm. on the pirate ship yeah so she's not um so she is able to blend in more yeah it's, it's interesting i liked it mm-hmm. there was a scene that was like super sad in it too that like um flora is like surrounded by people that look like actually like look like her and it's not it's like i got I, what is it the red shores yeah are full of um people that have like the same skin tone as her um she's black and um evelyn is uh, they don't necessarily say i'm assuming she's asian though i'm assuming because stuff she wears kimonos and obis in her um the place that she called like the place she comes from and like her people are called the imperials Mm -hmm. which has like a very like the the yeah the facets of like her culture that are described feel very like asian inspired and mm-hmm. the book cover she like looks like she's almost wearing like geisha makeup yeah so i was so, going off of that that i assumed um like based on context clues that um she was asian and uh the nation that she is from i forget i think they they don't i'm they say i'm just forgetting um i think they just refer to them as imperials yeah they refer to them as imperials they have an emperor yes Um, where is the map the map is in uh the first chapter part one the the mermaid it's in in the very beginning right yeah she's from um uh nipron crandon yeah Mm -hmm. Um, yes but yeah, when uh, Flora is in the Red Shore, there are, there are black people there and she blends in and she gets her hair done and she's like super excited about it. It's like, I, it's like she gets like braids and twists done and she's like really excited about it. It's like mm-hmm. one of the first times that, um, sorry, the Skeleton Coast, I think is uh, where they were. But Oh, okay. Um, I could be wrong. I think it was the Red Shore. One of the two. But uh she like goes back to the ship and she's like super excited about it and they cut her hair off right they're like no you need to blend in you're making yourself stand out too much and i'm like oh my god this is awful um i just feel like (laughs) there are bad things that happen to evelyn in the story but i feel like every single bad thing happens to flora and it was just like I i felt like it was just like never ending bad all the time um pretty much yeah uh yeah new character who's been through more (laughs) i'll wait exactly um and that's the end of our podcast yeah thank you so much (laughs) it's been really nice um being here
<laughs> the end completely. Be, uh, goodbye. Um, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I had to restart. It's Hold that on. that little mix uh, clip. Yeah. Chibata. I, I just said Chibata, so here we are. Chibata. <laughs> That's what she said. We love to see it. <laughs> I only took one real note. I'll be honest. Yeah, I truly did. Like, didn't take many notes, but mostly because I was just reading. The one note that I, I have is page 44, bottom of the page. And I'm going to read it to you because it's really good. Oh, it's, she's reading. Uh-huh. I know. Whomst is she? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the thing that, like, Evelyn and Flora start talking because Evelyn is uh, brought onto the ship to be brought across the sea to... Um, where her fiance is, which is in the floating islands. And mm. um, Flora is tasked with being Evelyn's like bodyguard mm-hmm. um, to make sure none of the men in the crew like do anything to her. Mm. Um, and uh, she realizes that um, Flora doesn't know how to read. And she's like, oh my God, boy, like you, you need to learn how to read. Mm-hmm. Like you, you look like you love a story. <laughs> And Flora is just like, perhaps. That might <laughs> be I true, do. but books that are meaningless true. and I don't yeah. like them. I mean, like, I could wipe my ass with it. Yeah, I love Flora's like, if I burn a book, it's not even going to stay lit the whole night to keep me warm. So, like, what is the point? Yeah. And then Evelyn's like, don't you ever burn a book? We don't burn books here. And Flora's <laughs> like, do I wipe? I, I shouldn't make a joke about wiping my ass with a book. And Evelyn's like, you know, you do have a point. You, you know that. that one maybe not wrong but yeah. also don't do that don't do that either unless it's a book by jk rowling then you can wipe your ass with it um <clears throat> the quote is um there's freedom in stories you know we read them and we become something else we imagine different lives and while we turn the pages we get to live them to escape the lot we've been given um but, like, I don't know. I guess, like, reading that, this just, like, that hit different for this year. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I guess, like, ending the year with, like, a super, like, high fantasy novel mm-hmm. about, like, magical seas and, like, mermaids and shit, like, was just, like, a really nice idea that we had. Yeah, I think that was, like, a really fun idea. To, I like, love that it. for us. I admittedly did not want to read this book. Yes? Yeah. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I you were like, wow, so the next books we're going to read, um, we have, like, Cemetery Boys, and we have, like, Surrender Your Sons, and we have The Mermaid Witch Sea, and we have, like, this other <laughs> book, if you want to read that. <laughs> um, it's not, no, I am glad we got to read it, because it's not, um, it's not our usual affair, but I, and no. I uh, admittedly don't. I, I like fantasy books, but they have mm-hmm. to be, like, a specific... They have to be, like, a really yeah. good, specific book. It's not, like... I would say that most sci-fi books I can, like, get down with. Like, I mm-hmm. will fuck with pretty much any kind of sci-fi book. I always am interested in, like, some kind of robot shit, some space. <laughs> some fucking robots in space. I'll fuck with a robot. I'll fuck with some kids in space. Like, you know, whatever. Um, Some kind of alien shit. Let's go. Mm-hmm. But uh, fantasy stuff is, like, hit or miss. So it, it's definitely, like, 
we don't i feel like we don't we don't go there it's like high fantasy uh more classical setting not necessarily like modern fantasy which we've mm-hmm. read a bunch of um but i really i like this i i think it had like a really good um like build to it i think so too and i think maybe the reason why i was like wary of reading this was because i was reading the book sleeves like again even now after having read it it still feels like something bad Mm-hmm. when it's like oh this person was born th-, and i'm like i don't i don't want to hear that yeah it it's uh it takes a minute to like understand how like gender is expressed in this story but it mm-hmm. i did for a second like when i was first reading i was like wait okay so if flora is trans but is like being forced to be masculine i was like i was like very concerned at first yeah but yeah no, it's all fluid, baby. Yeah, and it was actually nice because I feel like this might have been the first. No, actually, no. A lot of the like fantasy book because I'm thinking I'm like, oh, was this the first book that the character was like, yeah, gender isn't. It's like whatever, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, wait, no, once in the <laughs> once in the stars, where everyone's like, gender is what now. We don't talk about that anymore. It's the future, baby. A bathroom? No, we don't do that here. We haven't used the bathroom in centuries. Jason? <laughs> That's some that. demolition man shit. Yeah, I love it. Toilet yeah. paper? You want toilet paper? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Seashells, no. bitch. Yeah. Seashells. You just scoop. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it hurt me to say that as I was doing it. Um, I mean, for years we've wondered. <laughs> We'll never get answers. You know. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch Demolition Man. Another thing I haven't watched. Um, I want to let everyone know that I watched But I'm a Cheerleader for the first time because Sophie figured out that I hadn't watched it. What was the other movie that we watched that I fell asleep during? What the fuck? Oh, we watched uh, Devil Wears Prada also. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't fall asleep during that. <laughs> Did we watch something else after But I'm a Cheerleader? I think. I think that was it. No, we were just playing video games. Yeah, there we, we go. were just playing Super Mario, and you were yeah. snoring in the background. It's fine. Uh, it's okay. I'm snoring in the background of everything, even now. Um, <sighs> you know, I th- I'm like thinking of the books that we've read this year, and I'm like, um, is this the mo- like the highest fantasy? And then I'm like, no, there are other ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Sophie's loading. <laughs> yeah hold on i'm buffering um no i no i think it is because i think everything else we've read has been i would consider modern fantasy oh yeah you're right yeah so this this could be high fantasy in the sense of like the genre being more uh like being more in a fantasy timeline a fantasy world not Mm -hmm. being grounded as much in reality or historically or anything like that Mm -hmm. i think maybe the closest thing that we the closest thing that would be like a similar a vibe to this would be bell revolt yes bell revolt is the other one and in that story as well um gender with their um the one character was very gender fluid yeah and there was a trans character but it was very like it wasn't like the it was very yeah. like and that's that and that's that yeah, so and care. that's that on that. And that's that on that, and we're moving on. Yeah, truly. 
Um, <laughs> I wanted to see if there, if Maggie had written any other books. Um, uh-huh. She has a uh, award-winning picture book called Also an Octopus, which I'm going to have to pick up. <laughs> you know how much I love an octopus. Yeah. <laughs> We do. Is there anything like specific in the book that you wanted to talk about? Other, I feel like the the most interesting thing is like the. I I understand that Flora is like a huge. Not Flora. Evelyn is like a huge part of the story, but I'm like, tell me more about Flora. Yeah, I don't. I want to know more about that. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the mermaid because nothing makes me happier than like an evil mermaid or like an evil fairy or like a not cute like like magical creature yeah i'm over it i don't care about tinkerbell i want her to be mad and stabbing people like um i love the mermaid in this they there's like actual so when the story first starts i was like oh yeah okay mermaids like they're pirates Mm -hmm. ha 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 and then they like catch an actual mermaid and it's like there and i'm like oh no no okay we're though they're here there's this is real okay cool yeah sick (laughs) um sick bro sick and and then they like describe the mermaid and she's kind of this like weird like fish scaly creature who has like multiple rows of teeth and is like got like seaweed for hair and is like really creepy and just keeps biting people and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh wait, no, this is actually sick. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that the mermaid, it seems like the mermaid shifts to be uh, the one that's captured from being like, it can be ugly, like depending on how they want to present themselves. Like, ugly and scary <laughs> to try to, like, protect itself to, like, beautiful, stunning, brown cow stunning. Um, gender is ugly mermaid in a barrel. <laughs> Today's gender um, is. <laughs> it's my favorite Twitter account. Um, yes. Uh, no, but yeah, so, but it also, I mean, it was, like, super reflective of, like, the their well-being and stuff because obviously yeah. if you take like any sea creature out of the ocean even yeah. you put them in like salt water if it's stagnant yeah. salt water like all the nutrients and stuff are gone you know god forbid they like are sharks and need to like movement to survive you know something yeah. like that so she's like getting uglier and like kind of slimier and grosser as she like just kind of rots in this barrel and they're trying to rescue her <laughs> oh pointing to yourself no me at work me at work me at work <laughs> yeah when you're in retail you're basically just like a mermaid in a barrel slowly melting <laughs> looking for to drink someone's blood looking to drink someone's blood um, love that she drank blood love that for her uh my question is how do the mermaids get blood to feed otherwise presumably they just like drink the blood of other of like sea creatures and shit like uh-huh. mammals like whales and shit Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm just imagining a person in like a fake mermaid tail latching onto a whale and trying to bite it. <laughs> yeah, like one of those little feeder fish. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just like eat people who get lost at sea. They got to deal with the ocean. I also uh-huh. loved that the ocean is like personified as yes. basically just like this giant like mother who like protects like the mermaids and like all the creatures who like mm-hmm. love and support her and like believe in her and she's like a yeah. deity basically yeah and, and she's like, so old that her memory needs to be encapsulated in something uh-huh i loved that 
I love there's like little interludes between some mm-hmm. of the chapters that are like folk tales about like different like about like witchcraft and stuff or about the sea and they're like mm-hmm. stories about like the sea and like what she's done to people or what she's like done with for people and stuff and it's just all like very good like high fantasy yeah i, th- I love I, like a little interlude yeah i think and that was nice because it wasn't so the the book is broken up into three parts and it goes the mermaid the witch the sea um, the sea still ha- like has interludes in each part, except mm-hmm. for the witch. I think maybe there might be one in there. There's two or three in the mermaid, and then I think there's two or three in the sea. But mm-hmm. um, the witch had um, interludes in, uh, like she didn't have. It wasn't interludes, I should say, but it was like she told stories that were basically meant to be like the yeah. interludes of the other mm-hmm. parts. I loved the sea interludes. Yeah. They were, they were so amazing. Nice. Yeah. They were so good. I'm I'm really glad that we read this book because it um it was so interesting and I when it got to a certain point I was like, okay, how are they going to wrap this up cuz it's like 30 more pages. Oh my god, right? <laughs> I hate when I'm like, okay, so is there another book that's happening because I wasn't told. <laughs> I hate I hate that and I hate when I do that like movies and stuff too. I'll be like, "Oh, or like there's only like 20 minutes left in this movie or like oh there's only like two more episodes left of this season of this tv show like how are they gonna wrap it up but it's like like physically holding a book i can absolutely tell you or like i could feel like the amount of pages that are left and i was like there's no way y'all are gonna wrap this up are you kidding me yeah no it it felt like it wasn't possible to happen yeah and then it, it like it did there's 357 pages i think in this book um let me see yep 357 where um and i was like once it hit like 300 i was like there's no way and then it hit Mm -hmm. like 320 and i was like it's not possible (laughs) and then we can't be done we we can't we shan't be doing this um and we shan't turned in we did uh yeah no it was it was very nice read it was. I don't think I ever go. I've ever gotten into a book that like throughout my life. Like if I didn't want to truly read it, that like by the end I was like, "Wow, that was fucking awesome." Yeah. But Maggie took it to hall. Literally slapped me across the face and said, "Read this book." And I was like, "I, I can and I will." And I, I, I did. And I will. And I have. <laughs> yeah, I've it done was good. This. I've done it. Yeah, the, the, like, I guess the battle that they, like, are alluding to the whole book as it gets, like, further in, once it gets, mm-hmm. like, closer to the end and the battle finally happens, mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that it was not as much as I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. like, as long of, as, as much of the book, I should say, mm-hmm. um, and that, like, the parts, like, leading up to it at the end w- mm-hmm. were, like, larger parts, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that was really nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's just so many nice things about this book. I liked it. I think it had a good balance of characters too. I, I, it's a, I feel like generally mm-hmm. when books are um, broken up into like character perspective chapters, usually what ends up happening is I'll be like 
really invested in one character and then it switched mm-hmm. to another character's point of view and then i'm like ugh, like not disappointed that it's like switching to another character but kind of like no i want to see what's happening here still so like the first you know like little bit of like the next character's chapter i'm always like mm-hmm. okay but like what's gonna happen now with that other person and then i like get yeah. into that and i'm like okay now i'm invested and then their chapter stops and it goes like to a different i'm like no, it's just ping ponging back and forth yeah so just like makes me always be like no but i want to know what's happening over there um i think this I like had a never-ending tennis game that you're like someone plays <laughs> please drop the ball um (laughs) i think this one uh had a good balance because it wasn't i mean not that it wasn't like i wasn't like engaged and everything because everything was like i was all the characters i was like oh yeah yeah but everything flowed together really nicely there was a lot of moments that like didn't necessarily like shift the action they just shifted like which character Uh was perspective it was so you were still like in the same room the same events were happening but now you're like seeing this person's inner thoughts so like you aren't pulled out of the action as much as you are sometimes when that happens Mm. in books you're just switching characters around and i think that worked really well yeah because we've read books before where it seems like the action is about to happen and then it switches to are you okay i just stubbed my toe a little bit (laughs) who stubs their toe sitting down i have have many talents (laughs) hey um but Sometimes in books where it goes like back and forth, the ping pong, if you will, it's mm-hmm. like an action is about to happen and then it switches to the other person who isn't in the action. Exactly. It's yeah. about to be. And then the next person is like, because we switched, you missed this thing. Yeah. And like the action that you're waiting for hasn't happened yet because it has to happen later in the book. I don't think right. that happened at all in this book. No, I think everything worked really well. Maggie really delivered us an iconic book truly i would have to agree um i uh, yeah i really like this i think if you like fantasy even if you don't it's still like i mean i think a a lot of uh things with high fantasy is that you think of like game of thrones or like lord of the rings which i don't think are accessible no it's you got to really like hunker down and focus for those because everyone's names sound the same and everyone's related to someone else who begot someone else who is the son of someone else um this is very accessible like high fantasy i think it's very good like i think brooke carter's book was also super accessible yeah 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 same Um, that one you know maybe the Icelandic was like a little hard, but that's just because I don't speak Icelandic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not because all of the characters have the same sounding names. No. <laughs> Calling think, out JR token. Yeah. Let's talk. I, I think um Bell Revolt too, that was like easier to get. That one that book was very long, I think. Yeah, that one um I think I read I ended up I had a digital copy that I got from the library. So I was reading it on my phone. Uh-huh. So I don't actually know, like, how... How many actual pages there were. Like, I can't, like, physically see, like, the book. So I don't know, yeah. like, how I can, how I can see her. Is. I just choose not to pick her up. At the, That's at fine. The you leave her yeah. there. She's sleeping. Yeah, she she take a nap. She's sleeping. Let her, let her rest. <laughs> She's dealing with the French Revolution at the, at the moment. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I I think this was, like, one of my favorite fantasy books that, that we read this year. Ooh, yeah. I'm like sitting here trying to think of my favorite books for the year. And I'm like, don't worry, we'll be doing that soon. Did I, did I read books this year? 
I don't think I read anything. I think I just laid down in the dark for 12 months. I wish. No, I'd be like really, really sickly looking, I think. I don't wish that. I had Sick. Cute, <laughs> I had cute freckles this year. Um, yeah, no, I don't have anything else other than like praise for this book. It's very good. Yeah. It's written really well. It was easily understandable. The thing that I was talking about at the beginning of the episode being like confusing for me or like scary for me, it works itself out. Um, and it, it's just like very enjoyable to read. It's just like a really fun adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, mermaids. <laughs> mermaids. I mean, I don't know what else to say, but mermaids. Mermaids, hot ginger men. I like. We love to see it. We love roommates. Um, and they were roommates. And they were and they were mermaids. And they were mermaids. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. I liked yeah. it. I, I think that's uh, all I got. Fam. That's all I have because my only other thoughts are like about the end. So mm-hmm. I will not be disclosing that information to you. You're gonna have to read it yourself. Yeah, and then seems tweet like about it. Gonna have to like you know join us on our Patreon and send us a message. And then maybe we'll talk about spoilers of the book, and we'll talk about the full the full ending and how we feel about it um if that's the kind of content you would love to see on our patreon let us know because i'm so down to do that yeah 100 percent full we can do full discussions full full spoiler discussions of all the books and talk about how we really feel ain't that the the endings it's Mm -hmm. truly the truth um yeah i feel like that's all i have that's all i have too all right well um Everyone should go out and get The Mermaid, The Witch, and the Sea by Maggie Takuda Hall. And this is the Super Lit Podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Outro music.